0: Hey everyone, welcome to the 10 and 2 podcast. I'm Kat. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> no idea why. I just started last. I know. <laughs> And then you make me laugh. I can't do it. I didn't
1: even laugh at first. So all <laughs> I had to do was turn around and look at you. And then, I'm sorry. We're
0: like school kids. We My can, no Kat one Kat can never put us in the same room. <laughs> just letting you know.
1: We've been recording all day. It, yeah. To be fair, we've made it the entire day.
0: We did. And now
1: all of a sudden, it's going to be a disaster.
0: because <laughs> we're by ourselves now.
1: <laughs> no interviews. Nobody's watching. No, no. no pressure. We don't no. have to be all like on our P's and Q's.
0: But. We had a really cool interview, which yes. you guys are going to hear just here in a few seconds or minutes, I guess I should say. <laughs> Who keeps track time? of time? Yeah, we'll talk for like 20 minutes, I'm sure. <laughs> but we had Ben Kuefer from Norcane on today. Yes. So a brand that's been on our radar since we started the podcast. They've been supporters of us. Just super nice. We've gotten to check out several of their divers at the Chronograph. And they just released the, the new Freedom 60 GMTs, mm-hmm. which are really, really cool. But, uh, yeah, it was really interesting to talk to him, and he answered a lot of questions I know that we had as well as listeners. So, yeah, yeah, we thank Ben for coming on, and and he's such a fun young guy, and it's like, it's refreshing to see that in the Swiss watch industry. I agree. (laughs)
1: 100 um, percent. Our our first attempt at recording was an absolute disaster. Yeah. We had a like huge recording issues and bless Ben's heart. Like, yeah. He was kind of hung around waiting and, you know, waited just, for like
0: 45 minutes as we were trying yes. to get our recorder to work and no go, but was super nice and rescheduled with yeah. us. So
1: it worked out great. Like yeah. you said, I mean, we've both been fans of the brand for a while and, you know, it's been something that we've both kind of really paid a lot of attention to Mm -hmm. in the last year year and a half well they made a lot of headlines Mm -hmm. you know
0: and and for being so young they've they've been put on the marker pretty quick by a lot of people so um yeah it's just really it's surprising and it makes me very curious about the brand too how how Mm -hmm. they're moving so fast
1: yeah Definitely. But
0: uh but anyway, in other news before and we get into news. the interview, we have some some news from our friends at Topper Jewelers. I
1: know I'm so excited. First, so <laughs> first of all, Rob teases us with these watches yeah. like months in advance. Mm-hmm. I forget when we first saw kind of like the rendering of this, but yeah. it was well before Christmas. Oh my
0: god, it was like six months ago. It I was think. so
1: long ago. Yeah. And so now all of a sudden we finally get to see the watch we in get the middle. Yeah, all of it. Um, no idea if it's sold out yet. I know. We're <laughs> recording this the day before it comes out. It's limited to... I hope so. I, I hope it's to. sold
0: out. It's I- so cool. Like Zodiac, um, you know, they're, they're super seawolf, the GMT. They are so cool. Just a fun watch. They they usually are not afraid to do a lot of color, which I really mm-hmm. love too. I still love that watermelon GMT they did. <laughs> that sold out super fast. Yes. But yeah, Pepsi bezel, who can, you can't go wrong with Pepsi, Pepsi bezel. I mean, it's just the colors. It's summer. It's such a summer watch. And uh, coming here in April, it's it's a perfect time to to pick one of these up. So if they aren't sold out, go look at them. Check yeah. them out. We'll put a link in the bio. Can't promise that they'll still be in stock, but... No, we'll try.
1: I, I'm very excited. I'm usually like I I tend to play the bezel thing a little safer. I love the mm-hmm. idea of all these colors. Right? Yeah. Like the watermelon one. I love the idea. Of. Yeah. I don't think I would <laughs> actually wear it in all reality. But I do think there's there's a cleanliness to a Pepsi bezel, mm-hmm. especially with a Pepsi bezel on a silver dial.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think it, it's really bright. It's very summer. It has a much more kind of vintage aesthetic, I feel like. And yeah. It's, and it's marketed that way right like we've had Rob on the show twice I think at this point you know, and he talks about, first of all, he's a he's a genuine watch enthusiast oh, who yeah. then works on creating these fabulous limited editions. So they've been doing, I mean, they've done several limited edition collaborations with Zodiac and um, uh, all of which have, I think all of the topper limited editions anyway sell out. But yeah, and they do so because like Rob really pays attention to these little minute details mm-hmm. that make the difference between just a watch with a bezel change and a genuinely innovative design for a for unlimited a edition
0: piece yeah and I, I think it's funny our our friend Zach Zach Pena from a blog to watch and and photographer he he was quick to point out that uh it's the Pepsi Crystal which he was like for 90s kids would would and I, I had forgotten about that <laughs> I did
1: too yeah <laughs> I wish we could have found some some Pepsi Crystal to, to shoot well I think we were... that
0: I read that they came out with them several years back and they you know just like a limited edition time um but yeah, I, I honestly don't even remember what it tastes like. I wish I could, but I remember the Pepsi blue more yeah. than <laughs> that was my favorite one, but the Pepsi crystal for, for all you 90 kids out there, you'll, you'll get the reference on this watch and it does, it, it has those colors and it's so cool. It's such a vintage inspired watch too. Um, you know, I, I got to shoot it on my brother and, and he had this really cool camo jacket and you guys will see it on our Instagram page. And I just thought this is like a really cool combo. And he, instantly fell in love with it and he's not a watch guy and he's like this is such a cool watch yeah so that was really fun but uh we're looking forward i'm looking forward to honestly all like the summer fun releases
1: i can't wait yeah summer's like someone
0: go go hide my my credit cards and wallet (sighs) i I don't think
1: you'll have that problem. i'm pretty sure if you (laughs) ask for another watch yeah he might go insane
0: i know you have
1: the perfect summer watch. I life. have the, the Submariner, and sub. I'm I'm so
0: excited about it. I I, I haven't taken it off. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's here to stay. I
1: don't blame you. Oh, it's so good. can't
0: blame you at all. It's so good. And thank you for everyone that that reached out last week when we talked about it on the show and, and told me congratulations. That's really sweet of you guys. But yeah, nobody, they're probably, they're like, thank God. Nobody came at you
1: in your DMs?
0: No, no one came at me negatively. Good. Thank goodness. Everyone was really, really nice, but... <laughs> I'm a big girl gal. I forgot Galenstein. about that. I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I'm sure everybody's just glad to hear me shut up about wanting one. So,
1: hey, there's always the next one though. Yeah. What, what is next? Let's.
0: I feel like, I don't know. No, I'll have to give ahead. that one some thought. I don't think I'm going to go big next. I think uh, maybe a micro brand or something smaller. Nice. I've been, I've been really, really thinking about that fair, the Bradfield, Ooh. like a lot. Yes. I don't have a pilot watch. And like, it's so colorful. It's so summer. But yeah. I really enjoy having a small collection. So it's going to be like a lot of thought. Because I'm not in the one in, one out anymore. I don't want to get rid of anything. Everything right. is too special to me now. So, and I don't have anything to get rid of, really. I
1: also don't have anything that's super bright summer anymore.
0: I don't. I don't have anything that goes on a leather strap really anymore either. Mm. So other would, than the Oris. Oh, my Oris. Yeah. yeah, I forget about my Oris. My poor Oris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, the fears that the Oris, okay.
0: well, the fears is like it's like a treasure watch. Okay. I don't, I don't touch that guy. He's my favorite, but um, I do forget about the fears. Fears is like a great fall winter watch to me. I can see that, but I feel like I need something bright and colorful for something. I'm just talking it. myself into it. That's Go all I'm doing. The loom was so insane on that piece, and I just I loved wearing I it. Sold for you. It was really big though, but I still liked it. But
1: it like wore really cool. It I don't wore well. well. I, I'm kind
0: of like, loving- and I would, I would buy it on leather. I'd buy that blue leather yeah. strap. I loved it. It was really good quality, too. Mm. Don't tell me to do it. You know how much money I just spent. <laughs> That's one's gonna kill me.
1: I know. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna I'm need you to get a secret bank account. <laughs>
0: so no one ever knows. <laughs> oh, uh, well, you guys enjoy the show. Um, we'll let you listen to the interview and we'll get off <laughs> off here chit-chatting yeah enjoy the show well thank you so much ben for being here with us today on our podcast we uh we've been fans of your brand for quite a while Mm -hmm. and you guys were nice enough to send us watches like i don't know
1: early early on
0: we hadn't even started like
1: i feel like we were pretty much nobodys at that point <laughs> and i remember reaching out to uh, to caroline um and asking to see the uh, the adventure sport because i was obsessed with it the white on white mm-hmm. and she said were like no questions asked and yeah. i was like oh okay um yeah and i felt more in love with your brand after that so very excited to be speaking to
2: you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm really looking forward. I'm happy to be here, and thanks for the invitation.
0: Yeah. Well, so first, I know we have a lot of listeners because we got a lot of questions after we talked about Norcane, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of people that don't know really much about your brand, the history, or anything like that. Could you give us a, a little, you know, brief introduction?
2: With pleasure. Yeah, of course. Um, we, you know, we we launched Norcane in uh, 2018, so it is a, a relatively young brand, as you say correctly. Um, and the story was really, we're, we're you know, we're passionate about the Swiss watch industry. The The Swiss watch industry has always been part of our culture. Um, personally, I was born into a watch family. My grandfather was in watchmaking. My father had a production site in uh, the Bernice Jura here in Switzerland. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we, we really grew up in the watch industry. And at the same time, in the last years, we noticed, you know, that in Switzerland, a lot of smaller brands. We have, of course, our role model brands here in Switzerland that are the big boys. Mm -hmm. and the great brands and role models. But we have a lot of beautiful smaller brands that were sold to, you know, bigger groups or to foreign countries. And we just figured that it would be very important, you know, to keep the Swiss watch culture. Also for our younger generation, and that's also the, the, the whole story of norken is really that we decided to do something new. Uh, we first looked at brands, sleeping brands, you know, with a, a lot of stories and, yeah. and that we could reactivate. But eventually we just said, hey, this is going to be, you know, not very authentic because we're going to have to make up a story that we have some kind of link to a sailor from 1912. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, figured that it would be, you know, much more authentic to just say, we love the industry. We're doing our very best to, to produce the best best or the highest quality uh, products possible for us uh, working with leading suppliers and that's how really you know the idea uh, came about and we said okay we're going to you know uh, start a new watch brand and the problem was we absolutely knew how complicated that was going to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean that's that's it's nice to know what you're getting yourself into before you jump into it because I think that's what happens. A lot of these brands they start off and they don't realize the rigors of of owning and running a watch brand, and then they go away after a few years because mm-hmm. they just they can't keep up. Um, so you guys kind of had you already had the history. You you've been in the industry, and and that's honestly it's it's proved to your to your benefit because. I mean, I can't imagine. I think a year or two ago, you guys are, or Houdini started carrying your watches on yeah. their website, and I was like, "Wow!" Exactly. Like you guys just shot up so fast, and and I think you you got put on a lot of people's radar really, really quickly because
2: of that. Well, that's very kind. Of course, you know we're super thankful for 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 all the support. I would have. Of- Never dreamt of, you know, having uh, this kind of start. Of course, you do maybe dream of it, uh, yeah. to be honest, but I, I, I definitely never thought it was, you know, going to be realistic. And we were prepared for, for you know, a, a totally different path at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. I often, you know, say that our, our initial goal was to, you know, convince first retailers in Switzerland in 2019 to carry the brand. And uh, at the end, we managed to be in ten countries with uh, seventy retailers, and it was really uh, very exciting for us to, you know, to feel the energy of retailers just saying, you know. We see something. We believe in it. Um, we think that Norkane has, has a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're, you're the younger generation. Uh, there's a lot of know-how, of course, with, you know, Ted Schneider from who, the family who, who owned Breitling. Okay. Um, um, who's also a board member at Norkane and, you know, a, a good friend of mine. So awesome. he was actually visiting me in 2017 uh, at the end of the year when I started to really, you know, get concrete about the idea of oh, launching wow. a new watch brand. <laughs> and he said to me, uh, Ben, you know, I can't let you do this by yourself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's going to be too much fun. So uh, he he joined, and and really that was the moment when when Mark Strite and later a couple of weeks later also came in and said. I, you know, I've, I've, I faced a lot of challenges in my, in my life and, and my career because, um, here in Switzerland, Mark is very well known, um, for, you know, never giving up. He, he tried three times to enter the NHL. He, he only made it the third time. And oh, wow. so he's really a role model for that spirit, you know, facing challenges mm-hmm. and not giving up. And I just knew with that team, you know, we really had a great team to face the, the huge mountain ahead of us.
0: Yeah. I mean, you guys have killed it, and I—I I personally love the aesthetics of the brand. And I—and I say this, I like when you can look at a watch and you immediately, even from across the yeah. room, you can tell what the watch is. And I can do that with Norcane. You guys have a very, um, very strong identity in your watches and your pieces, and they all—they all blend together really, really well. Um, and they're all very functional, and that's something that I look for when I'm—I'm I'm looking at watches personally, but. Yeah, I- so I want to dive in a little bit, because um, I know you said you grew up in a kind of a watch family. Uh, did you love watches at a young age?
2: Yeah, well, it, it did start very, quite young. Um, of course, you know, having um, the, the production site in Tavan, uh, that was my first summer job. You know, I oh, went wow. up there. I, I keep on repeating that I was a, an awful intern <laughs> because <laughs> I was asking way too many questions instead of working. But it was it was a great, you know, start for me to, to also be proud, you know, to really understand, you know, what my father was actually doing in the industry. He was also a, a member of the Swiss Watch Federation. So, you know, for many years, he had already been uh, working in the industry and always trying to, to produce uh, watches of the highest quality together with the suppliers. And that was the the first time I went to Tavan. I really, you know, started to realize what how many small parts go into a mechanical watch. Yeah. And I think that's really uh, where I noticed, okay, now I'm fascinated about how many parts go into a watch. I must have something in my DNA. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I know a lot of people who were probably... If they don't, if they're not passionate about watches, they wouldn't have reacted that way.
0: Yeah. And what what did your collection look like early on? Like, what kind of watches were you personally drawn to? And
2: I think it was a, a, a typical pass, you know, where you start. Uh, the first watch was a Tag Heuer yeah. at at fifteen that I got. That was something that for me, you know, I, I was very proud of. And and then later on, we had uh, you know further watches coming in. My my sister's um, godfather was Rolf Schneider from Ulysse Nardin. So oh, uh-huh. uh, he passed he passed away. A- a couple of years ago, unfortunately, but he was a, a, a fantastic guy and a, really a great role model also for the watch industry. Yeah. So those were a bit the brands, you know, that we were yeah. also automating. Then Breitling came in and, and I joined Breitling for an internship. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's probably the first time I spent uh, a fair amount of money on a on a Swiss mechanical watch <laughs> because before of that I was quite lucky to somehow you know get gifted from from yeah. time to time with smaller pieces of course. Oh right. And uh, when I joined Brightling, I was great. That's
0: awesome. That's that's not a bad gig at all. No, I, <laughs> definitely
1: worse places to work.
0: Yeah. Well, and I I noticed that like with Norcane, you guys have a very big like sporty vibe to your pieces, and I and I'm curious to know if like. If that's, you know, I know you have to design for the masses, right? You have to design for the community Mm -hmm. and the buyers. But at the same time, you have to design something that you feel is really important to you. So I wonder if like you really like sporty watches, divers and if that, yeah, you're shaking your
2: head. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a huge, uh, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm glad. I don't think I get that question, you know, that often wh- because it's just, you know, you, you create the watch, and then it's often about the design. But mm-hmm. if we, if it's really very on a basic level, I've always been a huge fan of sports watches. Yeah. If it's, you know, there's the more modern sports watch or the vintage sports watch, <laughs> uh, and and I, I think also that's the way you know we define Norcan. We said we have the the modern sports watch was this. The adventure, the adventure Collection today, mm, yeah. then the more vintage sports watch, the Freedom Collection. And we also have the, I would call it extravagant uh, sports watch, you know, <laughs> it's a little, every year we challenge uh, each other to have something a bit special in the Independence line, which is th- the last sports collection. Yeah. So. It was quite clear for me that you know NorthChem would be a very sporty brand. Also, all the people on the on the company on the board are, are very sporty. Yeah, uh, they're we're always challenging each other. You know, you always you, you tend to feel a little bad in the company when you don't go running in the morning <laughs> <laughs> because most of the guys are quite active and and girls of course. Yeah. we have a we have a great team uh, um, and uh, we have to be careful to make sure that that uh, we, we, we stay in the front line you know, when it comes to running. <laughs> That's
0: I, that keeps in check. I like that. Actually,
1: <laughs> to be clear, we are never going to compete with running in the morning. I'm just going to throw that
0: out there. Callan's like, like, no, no never. I'm good. I'm
2: do good. Do you enjoy hiking?
0: Oh hiking, yeah, yes, yeah, hiking. is <laughs> Right, um, that counts. That does count. That's fair. Yeah. All right, we are can we hike. Gonna go on morning hikes. Not early. Not super early, but we'll. See, we'll no, at so. <laughs> Come on. Exactly. Um. Well, and and speaking of sports, um. I can't remember the guy that you guys just acquired as your new ambassador and and I, I, it slips my mind, but, and, and I'm sure you know it, you guys have like the coolest ambassadors too. Mm-hmm. And they're not just like, yeah, some celebrity on the red carpet. They're not that type of person. They're right. like, they're athletes and they're out there doing crazy things. And I just saw the video and this guy was like, he he like was going, I, I don't even know the ski terms, but he like kicked off his skis and he was like on his boots. And it was like the coolest thing. Um, just doing some but, really wild stuff. But, and we know that Roman Josie, who's the Nashville Predators yeah. captain, I think he's, he's on your guys team and, and he's very involved with watches as well but what do you he's a,
2: he's a co co-founder owner oh, really? of the company yeah no he, he, was wow. really, he was part of the the barbecue <laughs> the famous barbecue <laughs> we had here in Switzerland when we that was really we came together and we had a barbecue and we really said that was the moment we really decided okay we're going for it and uh, Roman was there Mark was there and and Ted of course and and that was the start yeah?
0: well how did you know him
2: well uh, Switzerland is a, first of all a smaller country. <laughs> and, and Everybody knows each Beal other. And Bern is a very, you know, also a small canton. And I, I met Mark uh, about 10 years ago um, through my father. And uh, we became great friends. And um, Roman was a very close friend of Mark's, of course. Okay. And uh, that's how I met Roman. And we're, I mean, we're, we're very close, you know, uh, even before Norcain, uh, uh, he was he was at the wedding, you know, and uh, yeah. that's, that's really a great base because, of course, we knew it's going to be complicated. It's going to be, you know we're going to face a lot of challenges, but it's it's like in every any sport, right? If you have a great team, there's a, a big a big opportunity, yeah. there or chance for you to succeed.
0: Absolutely. And and what do you look for when you when you guys are looking for these ambassadors?
2: It's really we when we started Nordkam, we said, well, we have to define who, who would buy an Orkane watch? Mm-hmm. That's really the essential question because we're developing, of course, you know, we're fans of the Swiss watch industry, of mechanical watches, and we wanted to design a watch that we would say wow that's a great product and we're yeah. working with the best suppliers but you also need to st- somehow you know have a, a strategy of and that's when we we came with my life my way that was really that exclusive you know mindset of saying you know there's huge brands with a lot of couple of hundred thousand watches produced a year mm-hmm. but we're we're a, a smaller company uh, it's it's a, a couple of thousand watches a year and we're even lucky now to be able <laughs> to say that in the beginning we weren't sure if we would sell a couple of hundred you know yeah. and and it was really the idea to say if somebody chooses a Norcane watch it's an exclusive choice it's something you know different mm-hmm. so he would also be like that norkaner spirit my life my way you know going your own way in life and also being a bit uh, different <laughs> so you you referred before to the guy kicking off his skis but his name is andre reggettly okay and he actually just he just won the gold medal in aspen at the, the freestyle um a world championship. Oh, cool! And uh, unfortunately, he injured himself in the big air final, uh, where he would have probably also been in the top ranks. Yeah, and he, he hurt his knee, but he's he's really a crazy guy in Switzerland. He's very famous for his movies, <laughs> and uh, so I, I'm not surprised you say you enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, that was it was an amazing video, and I it immediately like drew my attention as soon as I saw it. Yeah. Um. So something I I kind of want to get into a little bit is uh, we talked a little bit about the design of the watches, but you know, I want to know a little bit more. You guys are, are moving more towards, um, you know, your manufactured movement with a lot of your pieces. And and I know that is probably one of the biggest questions we get asked is about the movement. And um, can, you, can you talk and elaborate a little bit more on that?
2: Yeah. When we started, you know, there was a big discussion in the industry that was just ongoing regarding uh, ETA and Swatch Group. Mm-hmm. For us… Uh, we think it, you know, it's totally Swatch Group's uh, right, and we expected it to go in this direction. So from the start, we already knew that we needed a solution, okay. a long-term solution to give us an independence. We can't call it, uh, nor can an independent brand, and then not have independent solutions when it comes to movement. <laughs> yeah. So we, it's 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 really important. So yeah. we we started to discuss, of course, with Salita. Uh, Salita was, uh, you know, uh, a great alternative, and we knew that many brands would switch, and that he could not accept all customers. So it was very important to give him an insight of what we were planning at Norcane, what was our mission, and we're very happy when he confirmed to deliver Norcane with movements. Mm-hmm. But after that, it was also that we just said we need something. Where we're not just ordering from a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I think really from a catalogue. Um, I think it's really key that you know you develop something, and, and that's when we started to look around in the market. And of course, we were extremely proud when we got the chance to to come together with Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, present the, the brand to them, the strategy that we thought it was important to keep, you know, independent Swiss watch brands, younger generation, long-term vision. And that's really where, where we came together. I think they were, you know, they really uh, liked what, what we were doing and where we wanted to take the brand and that we had a clear vision. And today we're just very proud to be able to offer these, these fantastic movements to our customers. I always say at the end, you know, all movements, uh, ETA is great. Salita is great. And, and, and for us, Kennedy is just something special because in terms of the, the quality, we, we have something that's different. Yeah. And uh, the 70 hour power reserve, uh, uh, we give five year warranty on all All our Kennedy models, Mm -hmm. which is also a, a great advantage. We have the two point bridge fixation now for the, uh, the balancier, which is very, very, uh, interesting for our brand because people who wear Norkane watches, we notice they're very active. We we get, (laughs) we, we get some uh, crazy pictures. So I think it's really important (laughs) that we can offer uh, additional robustness for our watches. And that's a really good, really good thing about the Kennedy movement.
0: That's awesome. And, and I think, you know, I think a lot of the questions we get in regards are, um, there was, confusion early on about it being more of an in-house movement and people weren't sure because it was called the manufactured norcane mm-hmm. movement and and I know that Caroline when she spoke to us she was very quick to to mm-hmm. correct us and say no it's not it's not an in-house, in-house movement right. and and I think just I think people get confused sometimes so that's that's good to to kind of clear that up and and let people know but that's awesome and do you do you feel like norcane is on its way to at some point doing their own in-house movement?
2: I think uh, it's it's really like you say, you know, there's a lot of discussions in the mm-hmm. industry. And for us, really, the number one goal, we didn't think about in-house manufacturing. We just thought mm-hmm. about great movements, yeah. offering yeah. great quality to the customers. That, that was already, and we were quite, you know, uh, in the communication process, getting close to 5th of February 2020, we went through a lot of, you know, communication. Of course, yeah. uh, we had already noticed in the past, you know, that there has been a lot of discussions about this. So for us, it was really important to be fully transparent that this is not an in-house movement. We yeah. are not producing these, these movements at, at the Norcain factory. We are working with, with, with a, a partner who, who knows yeah. 10 times better how yeah. to produce a high-quality a well movement.
1: Partner, for mm-hmm. sure.
2: Fantastic. And for yeah. us, that was, you know, a, a very proud, proud moment. Uh, moment and a proud uh, partnership that we were happy to talk about. And so, yeah. no, uh, for us, it was clear. We were very transparent. We always said it's not an in-house uh, movement. Yeah. Our, our movement is produced together with Kennedy. Yeah. And I think also in the future, you know, people will really see when we bring out, we, we, we of course have future projects mm-hmm. and they will really understand what this means, to, you mm-hmm. know, why we can call it manufacturing It's really that you are developing things together. You are yeah. a partner and you're not just ordering a movement
0: that's, that yeah. there's
2: access to in the market. Exactly. That's the difference. It's
0: not, it's not an off-the-shelf type thing. And, and I really respect your honesty because um, I think that a lot of people— you know, they just go crazy over in-house, in-house, in-house. And and there are many manufacturers doing great, great things yeah. like you just said. And there's nothing mm. wrong with with taking advantage of those where you guys can spend more time and energy on design and, and other things that are more important and let the guys that know how to do that, do that really, really well. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I really respect that uh, you're open and, and very honest with that.
2: No, and I think what's, what's key, what was key for us was really to, you know, what was important was to underline that it is uh, an investment into our long-term independence because that's yeah. really what it was. You yeah. know, it was for for a young brand to take this step was a, was a big step. So so that was something that we you know also really in our communication talked about. But otherwise, we were really talking about the quality of our movements uh, and, and being proud, you know, that we can equip our 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 collection with with the Kennedy calibers.
0: Yeah. So another thing I want to kind of talk about is the new releases that you guys just had which Mm -hmm. will by the time this comes out it'll be about two weeks um but I want to talk about the new freedom gmts because you just added an opaline dial and a limited edition oh you've got the opaline it's so good it's so good Uh, I
1: need to go take a look at it yeah it's so
0: good and the uh, the limited edition green forest green dial that I, I absolutely love because I'm a big fan of green. But um, yeah, what, what I was told, <laughs> I was
2: told
0: <laughs> what what was the inspiration about uh, behind these watches that you guys just released.
2: You know, it's it's, it's it's the nice thing about Seasons, we, we, we initially planned to launch a, a model already back in 2020, an additional, and somehow it just didn't feel right because we came later in the year because mm-hmm. of COVID. Yeah. And I said, it's a happy watch. We need to, you know, we were yeah. getting towards, uh, you know, the, the, the cold months here in yeah. Switzerland and also in Europe. And if you're not living in Miami, I think everywhere <laughs> else, they were not really feeling it. So yeah. I, I, I said, we, we change it will go in in spring and in spring now was the perfect time we we often you know we launched the models and we've had great feedback from the market it's something fresh it's different it's 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 something that will bring hopefully some joy to to the wrist when you're wearing it because it's definitely I've been wearing it now since uh, since we launched it and uh, a couple of days earlier uh, and I'm really enjoying it because it it makes me feel like you know wearing no more winter jackets (laughs) and something a bit more uh, in in a good mood
0: yeah that's awesome Awesome. They are they're a hit. I love that Opaline dial. We were talking about it on the podcast the other day. Just the subtleness of the the Pepsi colors, the blue and the red. It's not, it's not in your face. It's very yeah. subtle and uh, it's kind of dressy, but then it's kind of sporty and you can wear it with just... A lot of different things and that's I know that's important for us um but well, so- it
1: was nice to see not a bezel I think yeah. that when you get to where you have the the quote-unquote Pepsi colors it's always in a bezel a GMT bezel so to have that inner disc on the dial the the sub dial for the GMT it, it is it's quite refreshing it's just a little bit of crisp Without being too
0: overbearing. I
2: think. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's also the, the Freedom 60 GMT will, we, we, we're very good feedback to the start. And we're very positive that on the long term, it will be, you know, an iconic model for us because it, mm-hmm. it's true. It has this, this, this inner circle GMT also is the two colors. It gives you like a smile. And that's what we, you <laughs> know, internally, we always say it, it's a, it's a happy, a happy uh, product. It was launched in a difficult time, obviously in October mm-hmm. 2020. But still, you know, we, 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 we really believe that this watch will be uh, for us a very strong and iconic model. And um, I'm happy if you, if you really like it. We also, you know, we were looking at different, uh, different designs and eventually we just said the Freedom 60 GMT is, is really the way we designed it is. It, fresh and good colors mm-hmm. and good mix and also the green um, you know is a, uh, with the perlon rubber strap i don't know if you saw the, yeah. the new perlon rubber strap mm-hmm. um, we actually produce it with biwi here in switzerland they are really the market leader in terms of rubber straps oh, wow. um it's vegan certified which is one real, real uh, unique selling point that they have they had to change the entire production in order to not use you know uh, any any oils linked to animals etc it's really impressive what they did and um, it was a cool project to, to, to launch this uh, rubber strap with them.
0: That's awesome. And, and I have to give you guys kudos because you, when you launched the new watches, um, the product photos. So you, a lot of brands don't show models on women. And that's usually like one of our biggest gripes is like mm-hmm. we don't get to see the pieces on a woman's wrist. And uh, you and you have done this for a while, it's not nothing new, but you're very inclusive and, and you you include men and women in your advertising. And yeah, I just have to give you mad props for that because we, we really respect that.
2: No, thank you. Um, you know, for us, it's been from the start, um, something that we really thought was important. As you know, we only have mechanical watches. And, um, you know, there were a couple of people who, from, from of course, experts from the industry who told us, you know, if you don't have quartz watches, you'll never sell a watch to to ladies. Oh, my gosh. And I ignored, I really I really ignored that. So, uh, I'm happy I did. Yeah. Because yeah. today we, we actually have a 20% <laughs> share of our sales to ladies. That's which a big is really, number. It's wow. a big like, share. You I know? think
1: industry standard is like less than 10%. Wow. Yeah. That's no, no, it's it's a number. really…
2: It's really good. And I think that that shows that it was appreciated. We also, uh, for the launch now, we included uh, ladies' pictures directly into the campaign. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that we started to do now, you know, linked to political subjects no. or, or any pressure. We really believed that from the start. Yeah. We never did anything else. And we actually had a feedback. Uh, it was, it was from you uh, regarding, you know, calling then a watch an adventure sport lady. Yeah. And w- I never realized that to be honest, because obviously you know I, for me thirty seven is too small and and when you when you when my sister told me that you you know she had received that <laughs> feedback from you, I was like yeah, that's right, and we, I, mean, I sure you noticed, we we cut the name. A lady on, oh my gosh, we exactly, yes, had so
1: many guys comment about it and love this watch, but yeah. I mean, there is like, and it's something that we were just kind of talking about yesterday, even you know, there are guys who don't want to buy a watch that says it's a lady, so yeah. I think it's smart to have cut the, the term ladies off because it's a very gender neutral
0: watch, yeah. And I think, no,
2: so, absolutely,
0: yeah, for us, it's like I, I've bought men's watches for as long as I can remember, because that's just what you have to do. You buy a men's piece. (laughs) But I think the other way around, sometimes for for a lot of guys I know, my husband, if he was looking online and he saw this watch, it it would be really tough for him to... Mm -hmm. I think when you're an enthusiast, it's different. But as a general public, you don't know a lot about it. It's hard to, to press the buy button, even though it's smaller and it says ladies on it, it would be a little a little tough to do. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's so awesome that you guys changed it. I can't believe that. That's really cool. Yeah, but
2: it also doesn't say Adventure Sport 42 Gents. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> I, we, we didn't, you know, so at the end. But I think that's also, you know, something that I'm enjoying with Norkane is, uh, you know, uh, we definitely have our ideas in terms of design and product. We're, we're Actually, quite strict. You know, we we do take in feedback. We try to understand the market, but I think it's also important to have a clear language in mm-hmm. in what you're doing and to remain, you know, the brand that you are. But otherwise, uh, I'm super enjoying, you know, the discussions with everybody. I, yeah. I personally, in the start, I, I was me responding, you know, on most of the Instagram <laughs> messages because I just wanted to understand what the feedback is yeah. and what what people expect, what what they're maybe scared of with a new mm-hmm. brand. And I think a lot of that, you know, we were able to tackle in a very short time thanks to those feedbacks, you know, explaining that it's important to to really talk and explain wh- what are you doing? Where is the cost coming from? Yeah. Starting, you, we had a lot of comments on price. And today, I think two years later, we're getting a lot of, you know, positive feedback on, mm-hmm. hey, we, we really saw your case finishing. We we can see that you're working, you know, with yeah. a, a, a plus uh, uh, suppliers. And I think that's what's important.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's, A struggle for a lot of brands in the beginning, and you did really well because you were on Instagram and you were listening to those comments. I think a lot of brands kind of ignore the social media aspect side. And and it's daunting, no doubt, because (laughs) as we know, social media is a whole different ballgame. But I think if you there are some there's, you know, a benefit to listening to some of the feedback, whether it's good and bad, and yeah, it's, it's smart to to keep an eye on that because that's that's where the community is. That's where mm-hmm. the the watch enthusiast community. They are on social media. They're on Instagram and to ignore it, like a lot of brands do, you know, they're missing out. They're missing out a lot because they're going to get so much more feedback from that versus doing a panel discussion where you pick five people that don't know what they're talking about. Like, you got to listen to the community and, and that's really good to know that you guys are.
2: Uh, and I think what's what's great is we really enjoy it. Uh, it's something that, you know, has been part of the brand from day one and we just invested at, in the growth. We, we, of course, you know, one of the major challenges that we've been facing is that, um, we defined values in the company and we have values and we want to keep them yeah and and responding to all comments is something that we really want to keep uh, of course the quantity of, of requests and, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 <laughs> and comments has changed a bit but still we're really taking our time and uh, it's a huge shout out also to the team they're doing an mm-hmm. amazing job you know uh, we're really lucky and we have the same team from the start it's of course growing but we're having a lot of fun and and they're really enjoying it too
0: well, that's good to hear yeah definitely so I, I want to ask this question because I know obviously you're into watches, you're a very busy guy, but what just for listeners to get to know a little bit more about who you are personally, do you have any hobbies that are outside of watches or anything that you like to work on?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, of course, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a dad. I have, I have two, <laughs> so two that, kids. That, that's so that's pretty much it, right? Just <laughs> yeah. and, and married at the same time. Full time job. Even though, <laughs> no, so, uh, you know, that's of course my, my hobbies are a lot refer about, you know, spending time with the family. It's, yeah. it's really something that I enjoy so much because obviously, since now three years, the, the weeks have been quite busy. And um, mm. for, for us, it's something we enjoy on the weekends to spend time with the family. We go outside, we, we, we spend time in nature. But otherwise, it is uh, a lot about sports. Uh, <laughs> I, I love, you know, uh, almost every sport. Uh, if it's uh, tennis, uh, soccer, skiing, snowboarding, I love all of it. And yeah. um, that's really something. And then, of course, at the moment, not a huge uh, a subject. But we, we usually love to discover, you know, new countries and, and travel <laughs> and that's something that currently we're not we're not doing, but yeah. that I'm really looking forward to to do again. Yeah.
0: Any any places on your radar that you want to go first when when things open back up?
2: In terms of uh, traveling, I think now it will mainly be the key markets. I'm really looking forward <laughs> to come back to the US. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, yeah, we have. Uh, I'm hoping for GCK. I just had another call mm-hmm. uh, the other day that it you know it's looking pretty pretty good that the fair could take place. And oh, wow. I would be super excited. I would uh, I would of course come come down. And, um, that's in, in the first thing, I think the first six months will just be, you know, traveling for, for Norcane. It's yeah. also good that way. Yeah. Uh, definitely going to Japan, um, which is our, our, uh, one of our three biggest markets. And then um, at Christmas, I, I promised my wife we'll do a we'll do a nice holiday. I'm not sure where <laughs> we're going yet. Somewhere
0: <laughs> warm, It's
2: definitely somewhere warm. That's for sure.
0: That's awesome. So you said Japan is your your third biggest market. That's interesting. It's top
2: three. So actually, it's it's today. It's the J- Japan is number one market, but they had a head start. They started oh, okay. quite early. Um, they have 35 stores today. Oh, wow. uh, then we have the U S. and Switzerland. Those okay. are our three uh, top markets. And U S. really, it's you know of course uh, from from our past with brightling we knew the market uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's really really nice to see you know the support that we've been coming from the US market. There's a lot of watch enthusiasts in the market and uh, <laughs> it's great to discuss. And for us, uh, you know, I, I always feel like we, we got a very warm welcome into the US market. So I'm very thankful for that.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And, and I know we can't wait to travel either and, and meet people and, and go to shows and cross our fingers that I think things are looking up here. And uh, I hope for you too in, in Switzerland that things get a little bit better where we can start traveling again. But as kind of we're we're kind of closing the show a little bit, I want to ask like where... Where is Norcane going? What what's what's future plans for you guys? If you can share anything with us, no, of
2: course. Uh, you know, for us, it's it's all about you know planning. We're actually at, at this stage. We're already talking about the twenty two uh, models that uh, so next year, and it's it's really you know usually you talk about eighteen months ahead mm-hmm. uh, when you're when you're talking about new product launches internally. But of course, we're super excited about this year because uh, last year, as I said, you know, a couple of of projects that we had, we decided to. Not launch and and this year we're we're really coming with some very exciting new models. I hope you will agree when we when we launch them. Yeah, uh, we're launching in in June. We'll be launching the new Independence line, the Independence 21. It was the first model with the Kennedy movement. Uh, in in July 2020, yeah. uh, with the forest green dial. Yeah, of course, green. Uh, I know that 50 percent of <laughs> that, you is on was, my side.
1: <laughs> I I will admit I saw the the forest green dial in person, and it was it was a very nice. <laughs> 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 the great. first thing when, when Caroline emailed us about the new releases the, like in the email she just put yes I know it's green
2: sorry Calvin <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that was great for us because yeah. we had of course we were very excited it was the first product launch with Kennessy yeah. it sold out within 10 days and oh, still so wow. today we still get it was great for you know uh, uh, all the retailers were asking for more pieces and <laughs> oh. that's you know that's really what you wish for and right. so we're very excited about this year's uh, uh, launch. It will be in June. Okay. Uh, and we're doing something that we haven't done so far. So Ooh. that's a little teaser. So I'm, I'm really excited about that launch. And then in July for... For a, a long time now, people have been asking us when are you launching the the adventure line with Kennedy, and <laughs> uh, so it will be in July. Awesome. Uh, I'm I'm happy to share that, and we're we're really looking forward. We we tried to really, you know, we had enough time. That's the good thing about uh, you know COVID uh, forcing us to sit. Uh, together a lot in, yeah. in meetings, but it was also a positive side of COVID that we had time to really look at everything uh, in detail, you know, have maybe often product launches are quite stressful because you're you're doing everything and trying to get things together. But here really, I, I feel very confident. We had a lot of time and I'm just super excited to launch the, the new uh, Adventure Kennedy line.
0: Absolutely. That's exciting. Yeah. So stay tuned for yeah. sure. Well, and- Oh <laughs> well, I was going to say when I I was speaking with Caroline not too long ago, and and she was letting me know a couple of the things that were in the pipeline for you guys, but then she she got really quiet and she she was like, I can't tell you what's coming out, but I know that you're going to love it. <laughs> so I'm I'm really excited to hear and 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 good to know that she's she's not spoiling anything for you guys too. Um, no, go ahead, Catelyn. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I
1: was just going to ask. So um it it seems like you're really pushing forward with the Kinesi movements. Are you going to continue to offer the salita base movements as well? Or do you see that as being something that you kind of phase out as you continue to grow the brand into like this new elevated version of Norkane?
2: No, thank you very much for asking. Absolutely. Uh, salita stay re- will remain a strategic okay. movement for us. I think it's very important also to operate in different price range. And mm-hmm. Kinesi is really something that we're now adding to the collection. We had a base collection um, that I I think is uh, you know we have a, a very interesting offering with different price ranges and Kennedy now that for for last year and this year of course we're gonna you know add uh, mainly Tennessee new models but it's 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 already in the pipeline we have some very exciting Salita novelties again oh, that wow. will be coming soon because we want to continue to operate in different price ranges uh, as we know there are people who are very you know interested in the movement there are customers who 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 have less affinity with with the movement yeah. and I think also to have different price ranges is, is key as a brand um, we have definitely had watch enthusiasts purchasing norcane but we've also had you know customers saying it's my first mechanical watch yeah, yeah. And, and, and to play in that in to play in that uh, segment we have to definitely continue to uh, have a price below two thousand us dollars
0: that's good to hear for sure um and and before we go, I, I want to ask because I just I just remembered it. But something that's really unique to a lot of the Norcayne models is the nameplate that's on the side, whether it says Norcane or you can also have it customized. I, I was curious to to know the inspiration behind that.
2: Was a a big part of it was again you know we we of course observate what's happening in general and we see uh, you know uh, Apple Watch climbing to the number one brand, Garmin <laughs> number five, and I think a lot of you know the Swiss. Uh, uh, watch industry, the mechanical watch is about, you know, really uh, sustainability long term. Uh, you, you, you often keep the watch for generations. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not just a marketing slogan. It's, it's, it's the truth that the, the watches will definitely, you know, remain, uh, remain at in, in great state. So for us, it was something that we, you know, we looked at and said, how could we add an additional emotional value? to every time piece, because we think it's important that the watches stay with the, 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 the customer that it remains, you know, a, a story on the wrist. literally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we came up with Of course, engraving was always a subject, but we said, okay, but engraving, once it's engraved, you, you know, it's difficult people don't engrave because they can't go back mm-hmm. uh, what's engraved uh, it's a bit like the tattoo <laughs> <laughs> that you can't uh, change so for us it was something that when we came up with the plate we noticed They said hey that's really you know uh, something first of all it's different of course there's been plates in the industry but it's never been used as really depersonalization uh, uh, matter or, or offering and uh, we have 70% of the US market is personalized so oh, wow. it's definitely something that's, that's going great you know Emmanuel did a great job in and showing good examples and everything's possible you can put yeah. the family logo on there you can put uh, numbers initials and um, in terms of design i hope you will agree but it's always difficult because there's been some less uh, better and less good interpretations of plates yeah. know, and watches in, right. the, in the past in the industry but i really think you know in can we try to Bring it out quite sporty on our sports models, mm-hmm. and it balances well with the case and the crown being also quite present. Yeah. But we also on the Freedom 60 GMT from the top, you can hardly, you know, see yeah. it. It's literally integrated into the case. So I think it's very important to see our products in life, and and if you if you're not fond of the plate, to to give it a you know a a life a life uh, a view because it's yeah. I've often heard already. Oh, I didn't really like you know the idea of a plate on pictures, mm-hmm. but now I see it. It's actually just part of the design. It exactly. goes well. And
0: yeah, I, I I'll admit, like, I was a hater in the beginning, just online. Yeah. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. And then we got the models in, we got to wear them, and you don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I no, really didn't notice. And I liked, uh, especially for the 37 millimeter diver that we had, I liked the extra bulkiness that it gave to the mm-hmm. watch, the extra presence on the wrist. So, uh, yeah, I think it really adds to the piece. And it, it now I feel like it wouldn't look right without it. <laughs> so
2: You know, we have a couple of designs from the very beginning when, of course, when we started we didn't have the plate you know Mm -hmm. because we were you know thinking of engraving on the case back or we had other ideas and it was and, and really looking back, it, it's exactly like you say. I look at it and say, okay, but, you know, Norkane is the brand where there is that plate yeah. and there's something mm-hmm. missing. And if it's once not there, there has to be a technical reason <laughs> for it <laughs> to not, not really be placed there. And, uh, no, uh, I think, you know, it also proves you can't, your brand, when you have a, a brand, it can never be for everybody mm-hmm. and you right. have to accept that. And if you try to be for everybody, that's often when your brand is for nobody <laughs> mm-hmm. because you're doing everything and then you're trying to be like somebody else. And yeah. Yeah. for Norcane I think that um, you know our plate is something that distinguishes us in the market. It's it's different, and I really hope that you know. Uh, I think that it's also proven from the results now that it's it's definitely a plate that adds some value.
0: Absolutely, it's part of the brand identity, in my opinion. I, agree. I, I mean, I, it's one of those things. Like again, you look at and you you say that's an Orcane immediately. So yeah. that and and Thank your you. your dials, like the the material and the, you know, I don't I don't know what exactly kind of that carbon look to the to the it's is what stamped. is it stamped yeah it's, uh, it's stamped stamped, okay because that's
2: what a lot of a lot of people you know ask it. so mm-hmm. it's actually stamped before the galvanic bath oh. and then it goes into oh, nice. the galvanic bath and that's really why you get that you know i'm sure you noticed in the sun it really yeah. it yeah. really strikes and it's it's more discreet when you're when you don't have any light on it mm-hmm. and that's literally because we stamped the motive onto the the brass plate and then we give it the galvanic bass. Yeah. And that's how you then have the, the the strong reflects versus a painted that you would see stronger from above. Mm-hmm. In any, right. But you won't have any reflections when you that's so interesting. That's the, the I love reason, that
1: yeah. you know that about your watches too. <laughs> because like there are times that you talk to you talk to some brands and like they don't know every little detail about their watches. Mm-hmm. And I, I just find that so, I think it it really portrays how passionate you are about your watches, but how involved you are in the process,
2: too thank you very much uh, you know it, it's it's definitely helpful that it, when we discuss you know we, we're really product guys we love watches and yeah. we sit together and we try to really understand if there's obviously there are things that are difficult to understand and when I'm happy to have a watchman next <laughs> to me sometimes but but I think it in terms of production you have to really know what you're what you're doing and and enable to offer the, the best quality. you have to understand what's the difference between a and B yeah and 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 that's what we you know try to do together with With Ted, who's also part of the product and design team, Um, we really spend a lot of time trying to understand how what we can do to offer the best solution to our customers.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it sounds like there's some uh, very very exciting things happening at Norkane. So we'll we'll tell our listeners to pay very close attention, and we'll of course keep keep posting as much as we can about you guys. And I think we're getting some, maybe getting some uh, models in soon for review, which we're excited about. Um, so keep an eye on that too. But thank you, Ben, for being on the show today. Yes. We had some mishaps the last time we tried to record on our end; and it was our fault. Um, but so glad that you were able to reschedule with us and we got to sit down with you because this has been really fun and, yeah. and very informative. A lot of things that I didn't know, so I'm I'm really happy about it. But um, yeah, thank you for taking the time and, and coming on today.
2: No, thank you very much. Uh, was was great fun, and thank you to all the listeners. You know for for, first of all, listening and, and also for supporting us. It's it's really something that we appreciate. Uh, I can guarantee I talk in the name of me, of the team <laughs> also, that, you know, especially in difficult times like this crisis, uh, it was really fantastic to see uh, the support that we got, and uh, we're very thankful. So, thank you very much.
0: Yeah, and we'll, we'll be sure to link up Norcane in, in mm-hmm. the show notes, and you can hit the link and go check out their pieces. Check out the video that we did last year, uh, last summer, me and Catlin, the one and only well, video. forever <laughs> ago. We yeah, did two videos. We did two. We did two. That's true. Uh, took me like four months to edit, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll link that in there. And Catelyn, uh, I'll let you take us out.
1: Yeah. So uh, thank you again to Ben. Thank you to the whole team at Norcane because everybody has been so phenomenal to us, even from the beginning. Um, and be sure to head over to our website, Uh, We'll have links to Norcane's website, links to the YouTube video, and to a few of the other things we talked about today. So head over and check it out.
0: And bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.